Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. T-shirt. Okay. Recorded live. Hello, folks. This is uh, Michael Adams once again from uh, Nothing But the Truth. Uh, I got a special guest, uh, uh, James from James Japan, James Arndt. And uh, we're planning on talking to James. We're supposed to be talking to Wakus from Wakus from Slumber, but he, I guess he forgot we had a show today. So, but James, right uh, right before the show was supposed to start, James uh, Skyped me and said he could. Do a show, so I said, "Well, would you like to do it tonight?" So he generously offered. He said, "Yes." So here we are. And uh, Walt Stickle said he will join us later on in about twenty minutes or so. <clears throat> and that's always nice. I like to hear James and Walt talk. They seem to really click well together. So, well, well I guess we'll start out with a couple of the headlines, and then um, since it's the Super Bowl, and everyone seems to be very obsessed about that. And in particular, the halftime show from Katy Perry, a self-proclaimed Satanist. Oh, my. And uh, I guess you have here is the Super Bowl, uh, a great Katy Perry's firework-filled halftime show. And we'll see. I haven't watched it. I don't watch television. Uh, and I certainly don't want to watch something like the Super Bowl, especially after... <laughs> the past half a dozen halftime shows just seem to get more and more darker and satanic as they go. But it says here, uh, Pops uh, songstress uh, Katy Perry filled her super time half, uh, halftime show with color, pageantry, whimsy, and a too much isn't enough sensibility <laughs> that meshes well with one of uh, the most hyped sporting events of the year that 12-minute set opened with a Perry riding on a giant golden lion across the field, singing Roar, followed by Dark Horse, which she performed, I believe it was the Grammys last year, where it was just filled with satanic symbology. And actually, the song itself is very satanic, and it's not just uh, my opinion. It's it's pretty much what it was meant to be. And... Um, and it says uh, Perry was joined by for the outing with uh, Lenny Kravis, uh, who time uh, spent on Hunger Games of all things, another dark movie, and uh, seems to be a big message that the quote unquote Illuminati uh, seems to be pushing everybody, uh, pushing on everybody, um, and. Uh, they performed, of all things, uh, Katy Perry's hit, I Kissed a Girl. And, of course, that is about a girl kissing a girl. This is halftime. This is supposed to be family time. Hmm. And uh, it just goes on and on and that. But if you want to learn more about that, I haven't watched it. I don't care to. Also, another thing that was really strange, Miss Universe 2015, all 
the insane outfits. She ends up wearing a peacock outfit, and those who have done any occult study and study on Satanism know that that is a symbol of Satanism. And if we look, why don't we read the Bible a little bit? If we go in Revelations, I think it's 18 or 17. And it seems to be a favorite couple of verses, or chapters in particular, when it comes to this show. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it says this, 18.2. Oh, we'll read two, 1 and 2. It says, And after these things I saw uh, another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great has fallen, has fallen, has become the habitation of devils, and a hold of every foul spirit in the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. And the peacock happens to be a very occultic and satanic symbol that you will find, of all places, in the Vatican. <laughs> Oh well, and uh, you know here she's all dressed up like a, a peacock. I don't know what's happening, my friend. I, all I know is is that I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all what this world's turning into. So, but um, first of all, how you doing? I mean, I know I. Oh. Well, well, I, I I've been inspired to add more articles to my uh, website and uh, the. The Lord Jesus blessed me with a great network of uh, friends who uh, send me uh, new materials all of the time. And I'm, I'm trying to stick with the things that uh, I can actually prove, either things from the scriptures uh, that, that, that I, I can prove by uh, quoting the scriptures, uh, authorized the King James Version of the Bible, or uh, documentation from uh, men in uh, in the places of power and authority, and and so uh, this uh, this recent article about uh, uh, Bible translations about this uh, Jesuit who who's in the, his name is Paul A. Sorkup. He's a professor at Jesuit Santa Clara. University, and it says that uh, he sits at the governing board of the American Bible Society, and he advises uh, the American Bible Society on scripture research. And so he's he's a Jesuit. So it doesn't sound good to me. No, it doesn't. Anyway, <laughs> right. It doesn't sound good at all. Shall, shall we right. read about it? Shall we read it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sure. Please, okay. please do. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so uh, the name of your article here, once again, is uh, Modern Bibles Slanted to Support Roman Catholic Church Doctrine. And I read this today, and I was like, wow, very insightful article, very good. Um, book, Why They Changed the Bible by David W. Daniels, as you can find that on Amazon.com. Uh if you're a King James Bible believer, you ought to be already you ought to already know the obvious changes that have been made 
and other Bible versions. Despite the mountain of evidence that the King James Bible is the Bible, there there are still many who need more evidence. There is plenty in this book. When you compare this new, these new translations, the NIV, the uh, NKJV, the ASV, etc., and see what is being changed, you will weep uh, if you are a lover of the truth. Uh, author David W. Daniels points out in his book why they changed the Bible, how all modern Bibles are increasingly slanted to support Rome's pagan dogmas. An entire section is devoted to the scheme to include the Apocrypha in the Bible. He describes how the Bible societies were, from the beginning, infiltrated with Jesuits or Vatican sympathizers. This is, sounds like a very interesting book, by the way, to get. Uh, the Bible's, uh, Bible societies agreed not only to change text wording to favor on biblical Catholic teaching, but to add the Apocrypha whenever requested. The Bible, or excuse me, the Bible translators all over the world are subject to a 1960s agreement with the Vatican to add the Apocrypha, which I had no idea about this agreement, to all translation if the Catholic people groups ask for it. The history and tragic results of this are detailed in why they changed the Bible. Seminaries all over the world are starting to require their students to get Bibles complete with something called the uh, Deuterocanonical, canonical, excuse me. So that's the Deuterocanonicals. Hmm. I hope I pronounced that right. This is uh, another word for what we know as the Apocrypha. It is also a deceptive word. It makes the reader think these fairy tales, superstitions, and occultism are actually a secondary canon on a level just below Scripture. Scripture light, in quotes. (laughs) Uh, The truth is that they have raised men's words to the level of God's words and have lowered God's words to the level of men's words. The Vatican desperately needs the Apocrypha in the Bible. When they cannot distort a Bible passage to fit one of their pagan doctrines, they resort to the Apocrypha. For example, their teaching of purgatory is based on the apocryphal book of Second uh, Maccabees, uh, Luke's, uh, chapter 12, verse 40, 45, excuse me, and uh, Tobit 12, 9, using money to pay for sins appears in uh, Ecclesiasticus uh, 3.30. Water will quench a flaming fire, and alms maketh atonement for sins. The Apocrypha also contains such strange advice as using smoked fish liver to dispel uh, demons, Tobit 6, and suggests that suicide in some cases is manly and noble, 2 Maccabees 
uh, verses 37 through 46. Strange historical inaccuracies also appear, such as the death records of Antiochus Epiphanes, who must have died twice when you compare 2 Maccabees uh, 2.13 through 16 and 9, 1 to 29. A search of christianbook.com turns up 46 items for sale related to the the deuterial canicles slash apocrypha with over two dozen Bibles that include them. Supposedly, these are only the for Roman Catholics, but Daniel's research discovered that the groundwork has been laid over the decades within the Bible Society to ultimately produce a Bible with the Apocrypha and subtle watering down to create a one-world Bible for a one-world religion. This Jesuit Pope's PR campaign continues to sugarcoat the bait and switch for evangelicals who have already swallowed the poison of the modern Catholic versions. A big thanks to my friend Patty in Kansas for sending me this article. This is, this is a very interesting article. So, uh, yes, thank you. Yes, I, 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 I wish I, I knew who, who, the, who the author was. You know, I, I hope it's clear that I, I did not write this article. It, it was something that, that my friend uh, Patty Purcell uh, sent me. By the way, she's she's also a fan of this uh, show. She uh, she'll, she'll probably listen to this one too. Oh, good, good. Well, hello, Patty. If you listen, we're nice. Nice that you're listening. That's great. <laughs> Yes, you know, Patty is such a, a wonderful uh, sister in in the, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, she she had a a, a major uh, change in, in in her life. Uh, it was it's it's only been about uh, what four five years now that uh, she 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 came to to, to realize that. Uh, Mainstream evangelicals, people like uh, Billy Graham and uh, all, all these other famous evangelicals, were actually uh, working for uh, the, the other side. In, in other words, uh, well, God, God, uh, God bless her that she figured it out. Most never do. It was a terrific psychological wrench for her. Well, she. I, I I think uh, she she told me she had like a like a, a nervous breakdown. I mean it was a terrific wrench. And uh, anyway, after that uh, she she found me through my my website and we became uh, really good friends. She she sends me so, so many interesting articles. Well, we change articles, exchange articles back and forth. Uh-huh. And I, I'm sure her husband. And I'm sure her husband uh, too, though I, I I've never been in, in direct contact with him. Uh, he he holds uh, views too. Also, uh, she's uh, she she likes uh, certain preachers. Uh, one man, his name is Paul, Paul Washer. Oh yeah, I, uh, I got one of his books. Right, uh, yeah, I got one of his books right in front of my face. Actually, I'm thinking about somewhere down the line reading uh end time delusion delusions from him 
Uh, I don't know. You talk about that. Oh, that no, that's not Paul Washer. That's that's Stephen Wahlberg. Steve Wahlberg. Excuse me. But I know oh, right, right. Paul Washer. Paul Washer. I know he's 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 yeah. uh, he's got a lot of videos. I believe is he a Baptist? Is that what he is? He he's he's a Calvinist. Oh, I'm Calvinist. sure he he's a, a, a yeah he's he's a Calvinist. A, a, a Calvinism and uh, and Baptist doctrines, I think. Yes, yes. As far as and, uh, what, what's thing, That's what I'm talking. You know, one 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 thing that the uh, one thing that really impressed me about Paul Washer was uh, I I I heard he 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 has what the the well there's this. Um, a company, a, a, a Christian organization, they've uh, produced a, a hard drive that that, that has uh, thousands and thousands of uh, works from the early Protestants, the oh, Puritans. Yeah. It's called the Puritan Puritan hard drive. Now, this is something that I would love to get someday when I could afford it. But uh, I mean, it's not so expensive. I, I think it's what. Uh, couple hundred dollars but literally thousands and thousands of uh, works from the early uh, Protestants uh, like the 16th 17th century the Puritans and so if, if Paul Washer uh, reads these I'm sure he must know who the Antichrist is I'm, I'm, I'm sure he, he must have uh, the correct Viewpoint. I mean, there's there's not many people who who read uh, early books like like this. But Paul Washer says that he he values this, and uh, the, the interesting thing is that uh, they're all ex, uh, extractable text. Uh, you you can find it if you do a search on Google uh, a Puritan hard drive. Uh, you can find it. This must be a real treasure because they're all extractable extractable there there are, are books that uh, you can find there in the PDF uh, format but uh, some PDF files are hard to read because they're they're not actual uh, they're, they're not uh, created with the extractable text but they're actually scanned images and and some of the the, the images are, are, are poorly scanned it's hard to read like, like for example, one of my uh, friends sent me a, a, a PDF file, but it's actually a, a, a of a of a book that he scanned. But I'd like to, to get my, my hands on, on this book because if if I can I I can find uh, this is something I, I wanted to uh, uh, share on this uh, show. It's called uh, well the, the uh, name of the article he sent me. Uh, it's called uh, 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 mutila- mutilation of Mark, mutilation, and and basically uh, it, it says that, um, and, and I'm, I'm sure you, you know this that uh, most or maybe all modern English translations they omit a, a major part of the. Uh, chapter uh, sixteen of the of the Gospel of Mark, okay. they, and they, they they say that it's it's not found in in the, the earliest text, but but uh, according to uh, uh, 
this this book here it it, it says that um uh someone uh, discovered uh uh text that uh, that uh, dates in other words uh, uh, they found a, a manuscript dating uh, AD 66 and and this shows that the text in the uh, text is, in other words it's identical this this manuscript dated AD 66 is the text is identical to Textus Receptus which proves that text uh, that, uh, that 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 text is in fact included all of it in the uh, 16th chapter of Mark. It was purposely omitted in uh, in uh, Roman Catholic versions of the Bible. Purposely ah. omitted. So, in other words, uh, this is uh, documented evidence that uh, uh, that Textus Receptus is correct, and uh, and the, and the so-called statement that uh, that the, this this text in the, the last few verses of, of, of the book of mark is not found in the earliest manuscripts is a lie mm. it's a lie so anyway this this is the uh, next thing i hope to post on my, my my website but i i can't post it as is it's uh it's just a, a scanned image of, of a book and it, it's hard to read right i, I hope I, I hope to uh, uh, at least type out some of the text, uh, at least the uh, relevant uh, portions, which I, I think is, is interesting because it, it adds uh, more evidence to, to, to show that the uh, King James Version of the Bible is, in fact, the uh, best translation of, of the Bible we, we have in, in the English language. Sure, I I I I, I wish I, I could uh, say that for a Japanese Bible translations. Unfortunately, we we just have to uh, work with what's available. They're they're uh, they're not as good, but this is what we 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 have to to work with. But at least I, I've got the English to compare it with when, when I, I teach the, the Japanese gospel. Sure. And, and and the, the Japanese people do come to know the Lord Jesus through reading the Bible. I've heard many many testimonials of uh, Japanese people coming to know Jesus the 36 plus years I've, I've been in, in Japan. Mm. I, I think I I think I, I shared before one time I I met a man. He was a hospital of in, in, in the hospital, and uh, he, he was there a month, and uh, it was um, a, a Japanese uh, Bible, at least a, a New Testament, on uh, one of the shelves in his room, and so he, he started to read it, and he, he read through the book of Matthew, and he became convinced that uh, Jesus is the Son of God and, and the uh, Savior. Well, it's awesome. Oh, yeah, really awesome because uh, I, it's very, very rare. I think even uh, for for anyone to uh, 
come to know the, the, the Lord just reading the, the word on their own. I haven't heard many such testimonials. It, it, it's usually the influence of, of, of somebody else. Right. I, I know certain. I, I know certainly in, in my case it was, as I shared before, I was raised a, a Roman Catholic in the in the big city of Chicago, controlled by uh, Irish Roman Catholic politicians, and uh, so the Roman Catholic influence is uh, very great in in, in Chicago. Uh, about the. Uh, the, the only uh, major Protestant influence Chicago had was uh, Moody Bible Institute and uh, Dwight L. Moody. I, I certainly believe he was a great man and an evangelist. But I, I, I heard that uh, Moody Bible Institute was uh, heavily influenced by uh, Dallas Theological Seminary. Oh, that's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> right, and... And, and you know that uh, they teach the doctrine of uh, futurism. Yeah, dispensation of futurism. Right. Well, what's it? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I just forgot his name. Uh, ChristianityBeliefs.org. Um, David does a good article on that, doesn't he? Oh, David is such a good writer. I I, I really love that that website, and uh, he he he's taught me a, a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, and I'm I'm really glad uh, to to have him as well. I consider him a, a personal friend now. He he's my my friend on Facebook. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's definitely is a reliable source. He seems to be a man that's really done his homework. So especially when it comes to the Bible, and uh, you know, and he's he, you know he's honest. He doesn't try, if he doesn't know the answer, he doesn't know the answer. Yeah. And, right. Um, he doesn't try to buffalo anybody. He tries to get just the best that he understands things, and it's not about winning over anybody. You know what I mean? Convincing anybody. But right. They're, they're, you know, Absolutely. Gotta, I, right. I'm he, looking. I'm he, looking for that that study. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, shoot, I don't know. Are there, would it be modern, not modern Bible deception studies? Um, I don't know. Anyways, if you go to uh, anybody who listens to this, you can go to ChristianityBeliefs.org. And Times Deception has got this whole list of Bible uh, study lists. And somewhere in there, he, he does a good article. In fact, I read it on my show. That particular one, but I can't remember now which one it was. Because <laughs> I read just about all of his articles on my show, so <laughs> that's how much I think of his work. So I really am impressed with him. So, uh, hey, uh, I, I I have uh, this this uh, this book I, I tried to, to share. I have the specific title for you now. It's called uh, uh, "Mutilation of Mark 16." Nine to twenty, and the author is Floyd Nolan Jones, and, and after that he has uh, letters after his name, Th.D. and Ph.D. So he sounds like a very learned man. Called mutilation of Mark sixteen. Of, of, of Mark sixteen, okay. nine to twenty. 
So, yeah, so apparently Mark 16, 9 to 20, is not included in, in many uh, newer Bible uh, versions. Maybe I can look that up now. Okay, sure, why I, not? So wh- why do you think that is? What is it in there that bothers them so much that they didn't want to take it out? Did you hear me? Are you still there? Looks like we might have lost James there. We do have, uh, there's a, uh, there is a, I'm having a, I'm having, uh, well, I'm in the middle of a blizzard right now, so there's about almost a foot of snow, so that could always affect things as far as communication, so. But Michael, sorry. you're back, you're back, you're back, all right. You might yeah. have problems. We're in my neck of the woods. We're having a blizzard right now. We got almost a foot of snow so far today. This, 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 this is something I, I think I, I did when I, I opened my my Bible application. Oh, suddenly uh, it cut. Okay, but but I'm I'm just going to open up on a regular browser now. Okay. And I, okay, let's see. NIV, you know, everyone hates hates the, the NIV. Let's see. Okay, let's see. Uh, okay, okay, I I found something like here. Well, the 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 NIV does have uh, these these verses, but it it specifically says. The earliest manuscripts and some other ancient witnesses do not have verses 9 to 20. And according to the book which I, I just quoted, uh, this is false. This, this is false because uh, they found manuscripts that uh, earlier than, uh, in fact, that the earliest manuscript ever does contain verses 9 to 20. So I think that's that's very interesting and it, it adds evidence that the textus receptus is uh, is correct and the King James Version is based from textus receptus. There's, uh, there, there are some other uh, foreign language Bibles also based on textus receptus, um, for example, the Chinese Union Bible, mm-hmm. and, and possibly the Japanese uh, Mungo-Tai Bible was, was based on it, but uh, unfortunately, uh, the, the language of, of this Bible is so old and so hard to, 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 to read, it's so hard to understand that, uh, you know, we just don't use it. I mean, it's it's fine it's fine for personal study, but not for uh, sharing the the gospel with, with people. It's just too hard. You know, what, what reason? Uh, this this might be an an interesting point for your uh, 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 listeners. Is that uh, see the, the English language and, and some other uh, European languages, like for example the German language, uh, 
these these languages were were greatly influenced by uh, uh, translations of the of the Bible, and and this is why I, I believe uh, over, um, over well nearly for uh, five hundred years. I mean, from the, the time that the uh, King James version of the Bible was was translated until now, the English language has not evolved. As nearly as much as the uh, Japanese language has over the, the, the same period of time, the, the, the Japanese language has e- evolved greatly. I, I, I cannot understand a, a Japanese, uh, uh, you know, the, a Japanese language from uh, 500 years ago. It, it's sure. evolved greatly, and one, one reason why it's evolved so much is because. Uh, that the Japanese language uh, did not have the, the Word of God as as an anchor for that that language, whereas it, it, English had a, a King James version of the Bible, mm-hmm. and uh, and the German language had uh, Martin Luther's Bible, which uh, which was like a, an anchor for the uh, German language, and, and this is why the German people. Uh, Today can can still read and understand Martin Luther's uh, German translation of, of of the Bible, which is uh, very interesting for me, because I'm fascinated with uh, languages. I I would say possibly the Russian language too, because uh, uh, well, the 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 Orthodox Church has has been in Russia for a, a thousand years. And uh, they, they they do read the, the the Bible, and I I have uh, Russian translations of, of the Bible, and uh, I, I would say that Russian translation of the Bible is is a very good translation. Interesting. Very, yeah, it's it's a very very good translation of the of the, the Bible. It, I'll have to do more more research on it, see if it was based on Texas receptus or, or not. But uh, one one key uh, way to find out is to uh, look in the Book of Acts, uh, chapter eight. I, I believe there's a key verse missing in in, in the Book of Acts in chapter eight of uh, many modern translations of the Bible. The, uh, Ethiopian's uh, uh, confession of faith, where he says, I, I, I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, it's not in uh, many modern translations of the Bible. It's omitted. Mm. But, uh, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up. Well, it seems to be quite a bit. I mean, if you, uh, <clears throat> New International, NRV, they've taken out quite a bit from, like, well, Matthew, Mark, uh, Mark, I look quite a bit. Luke, John, Acts, um, in particular. I mean, we have. Uh, it's easy to just go online. You can just ask what verses were taken out of the translations, and we'll uh, point them out. So, Matthew right. seventeen to twenty-one. Uh, I know. As far as Mark sixteen, I mean, it's interesting because that particular chapter and that. Uh, like uh, a lot of controversy with that. First of all, for some reason they took it all out. That's a big controversy. Secondly, you got these uh, 
these sects out there in like uh, the Appalachians and all that, these snake handlers, uh, religions, you know, these pseudo-Christian religions that uh, part of their worship service is handling poisonous snakes. They get uh, a lot of their justification for what they're doing from uh, uh, <clears throat> 1618 of Mark. But um could be an interesting little study to see a, a couple of these verses that they have taken out out of the modern uh, translations. Um, let's see, why would they take out Matthew seventeen twenty one. Let's see. Okay, well Matthew seventeen twenty one. That is about how it's. Uh, he's talking. If you go start from twenty, it says Jesus said unto them. He <clears throat> said, "Well, we'll go to we'll go to eighteen. Uh, Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him. And the children was uh, the child was cured." From that very hour, then came the disciples to uh, Jesus apart and said, "Why could not we cast him out?" And Jesus said unto them, "Because you of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove then, remove hence." to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. And then 21 is the one that removed. Howbeit this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. So for some reason, <clears throat> they wanted to take that out. I guess if you look at the uh, Roman Catholic priests and those who, do, quote, unquote, do exorcists, well, obviously fasting, <laughs> you know, that, you know, he's go by what Christ said and what they do. Uh, once again, another example of uh, the Mother Church being at, at enmity with the Word of God. And, um, you know, needless to say, uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, prayer and fasting is, uh, as far as the way the Lord says to do it, is not a big part of uh the exorcist, exorcist uh, program, is it? <laughs> and, right. So, I don't know. That's an interesting one. So, they yeah. took that out. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the Acts uh, chapter 8, uh, verse uh, 37. It, it, it says, And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So this verse is missing from most modern Bible translations. But I'm, I'm looking at my, my copy of the Russian New Testament now, and it's, it's included. Oh, good. Good for them. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. So the, the, the Russian uh, has it, yes. See, I, I I can I can read and I I can understand. Uh, yes, actually I, I I can read most of the Russian Bible, especially the the, the New Testament. I mean, it, it's not that my my Russian is is so great, but uh, because uh, I, I I know the the Bibles so well, and it's actually uh, it, it's not hard to learn to to, to read Russian. 
Russian is it's a really a beautiful language. It's a, so that seems to be uh, an ability and a talent on your part to learn languages. So you you know Chinese, Japanese, English, uh, Russian. What other languages do you know? <laughs> well, this has said a lot for you because so. you grew up in America, and most of us have a hard enough time just speaking English, let alone another language. So, you know, I I had. Four years of high school Spanish, and I, I really blew it. I was not interested to, to, to learn Spanish. I was a clock watcher, actually. I, I didn't do well in the classroom situation yeah. at all. You know, I, 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 I wasted a lot of my time. But uh, I, I would love to learn Spanish, and I, I, knew, I do remember a, a little bit of, of high school Spanish, and I, I, I met Spanish speakers, and, and the first thing I tell them is, yo no hablo espanol. <laughs> don't speak Spanish. It's in Spanish. You do it better than me. So. <laughs> when, when I, well, you asked me what other languages I know. I've, uh, I've been to China, uh, seven weeks in China, and so I, I know how to say some things in, in Chinese, and you know, basic, you know, uh, greetings and, and thank you. And I, I, I was surprised. I at uh, I, I was uh, watching uh, by by chance uh, this uh, a television show, uh, a show on, on, on TV, and I, I actually understood it. This 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 boy said, "Ma." Nidawo. And I thought, wow, that's so interesting. See, he, he, he said, Mother, you hit me. Ma, me, you hit da wo, me. And so I thought, see, because I, I, I knew these individual words, and when, when he said that, I thought, Wow, the the Chinese language must be a piece of cake to to learn compared to to Japanese. I I really think it, it is, because the, the the word order is exactly like English. In, in in Japanese, the word order is totally upside down, and this is uh, what what makes it uh, difficult for many foreigners to to, to learn, especially uh, listening to a news program. They'll uh, they'll start with the subject just just like in in English, but uh, they they won't put the predicate till the very very end and all these phrases in in, in between. So you got to listen to the, this whole thing until it finally comes to the the point. Whereas uh, the English is is not not like that. Hmm. You know, anyway, uh, I, I hear that uh, Latin language is a little bit like, like Japanese in, in that respect. Anyway, uh, uh, I, I really wanted to uh, learn Russian because I, I knew I was going to go to, to Russia someday, so I, I started to study it in, in Japan. But I don't think I'm all that great at learning languages. I really, really had to make an, an effort to, to learn it. And I want to tell you that I consider the, the Russian language uh, a tongue-twisting language. 
Okay. <laughs> it was not easy, not easy to learn to, to pronounce. But to, to, to learn to read it is a piece of cake. There, there's only, uh, I mean, if you're going to compare it to uh, Japanese or, or Chinese, because there are only uh, 33 letters, and uh, they, they pronounce the words exactly how they write them with only a handful of exceptions. Just a handful of exceptions, you could learn to read Russian and pronounce it. It's uh, uh, you know just the, the way it's it's spelled, so that, that makes it uh, easy to easy to to read. Well, I tried my I, best. I, I, I tried. Put... I was terrible at learning. You know, when I was married, I was married to actually a gal that was from. She grew up in East Timor. I think I told you about this. And, and uh, uh, she was born, born in East Timor. Her father was a Portuguese soldier. Mom is East Timorese. Then that she moved to Almada, the twin city of uh, Lisbon, Portugal. So she spoke Portuguese plus East Timorese plus being Western European. You know, they learned <clears throat> several languages. So when I met her, she had already could speak like a half a dozen languages very fluently and. Uh, I I couldn't I could barely speak English and I still could barely speak it, speak it. Actually, it's even worse now <laughs> by English than it ever was. But uh, uh, get tongue tied all the time thanks to my MS, but uh, and a few other things. But uh, <clears throat> but I did try to learn how to speak Portuguese. Yeah. And it was oh my gosh, it was a lot like people talk about Chinese and all the different uh, dialectics and the little intonations and how each little region and each little like has their own kind of uh, unique language and and uh, I learned Brazilian Portuguese so when I went to Portugal uh, and I didn't learn it that well yeah I learned it enough to use a book you know one of those books that you you know go around and open it up and try to say something <clears throat> and uh, they just laughed at me they thought they just they said I don't understand what you're saying it doesn't make any sense you better off just trying to speak English because Brazilian Portuguese is not the same thing as you know in the in the mainland or the the mother country, if you will. So, but it was. Oh, uh, is, is that right? But the, but they. Uh huh. Go ahead. And, and so you, you you did live you you lived in uh, these countries before, both in Portugal and in Brazil. For how long? Oh, I never lived in Brazil, and. Um, I never see. I met my ex-wife when I was in England. I lived in England for about three years. I spent a lot of time in Almada oh. and the Algarve in Portugal because of her. And of course, when you go over there for a visit, oh. it's not like you go there for a week because it's expensive with plane tickets and everything. So right. it costs. So when you usually we go there for you know five or six weeks. So and you know once or twice a year type of thing and. Uh, so yeah, you know, and living basically because of her, I wasn't I wasn't a tourist. I was living there, you know, with her, you know, visiting the family and all that kind of stuff. So I really got to know Portugal quite well, uh, along with England. But of course, Portugal Portugal is just across the channel from England, so <clears throat> south of France, and uh, I, I, I predominantly Roman Catholic. I I, I understand. I know. I, I hear that Portugal has uh, many dark spirits, spirits of witchcraft in, in Portugal. 
that's that's what I, I heard. I'm, I'm sure I it's have no idea. But you, I I do know this much. Uh, it was a very small country. Yeah, very much. You know, I was in fact one of those countries in Europe where either you were Roman Catholic or communist. Uh, that's pretty much where the you know the dividing line. You know what I mean? Uh, the two main groups. So, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, there. I, I heard the same thing. They, uh, Almada, uh the twin city of uh, Lisbon, had its own shanty town, and there we should say. Uh, you know, this shanty town, for those who might be listening, it's shanty town is where, the, you know, if you see these places out in cities in Africa where there are, or other places where the people are living in cardboard boxes, if you will, type of thing, or you know, real flimsy housing, and it's very poor. And opposed, supposedly, those in those areas, they always say, well, that's where witches are, are uh, practicing witchcraft and a lot of drugs and all kind of stuff. But the other thing to remember, too, there's a very large... Gypsy population too in Portugal, so um, oh, and uh, who knows? Huh. But then again, if you're a Roman Catholic, I mean, basically, I hate to be insulting to anybody who might be listening, but uh, when you really break it down to its pure essence, I mean, it's that enmity against Christ. Everything they teach is not in, is against what the Bible says. So what are they actually doing? I see a pope. I see Pope Francis. I see a witch myself. <laughs> I mean, a man. Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. You know, uh, we don't we don't know what what he's doing behind the scenes. I'm sure he's into these occult ceremonies and satanic mass. But anyway, I, I wanted to, to say, you know, you you've never actually uh, spent like uh, uh, uh like a, a really long time living in a foreign country. If if you lived in in a foreign country where they're they're not speaking English in, in that that country, if you lived there for over a, a, a year, I'm, I'm sure you would make a great progress in learning that language. You know the the, the interesting thing is that uh, because the the Japanese language, well, even the the Japanese. Uh, themselves, they, they know the Japanese language is difficult for foreigners to to learn. It's not especially hard to learn to pronounce, easy to learn to pronounce. But just the way they express ideas is so different than how we express ideas in the in the West. Mm-hmm. That it, it does take uh, it does take time to uh, learn Japanese. And I know people. Who've lived in, in the country for ten years or more that still do not speak Japanese, but because of the uh, Japanese uh, culture, uh, the, these people are, are still uh, accepted somewhat. Whereas, if if the if the if, if you lived in, in Russia for uh, anywhere over one one or, or two years and if, if if you don't speak uh, Russian to the point that you can at least uh, converse with, with the people and just frick their conversation, the Russians are going to look down on you. Mm. That's that, that's how it is in, in Russia. And I, I would say that this attitude is very much like it would be in uh, many, uh, maybe all English-speaking countries, especially America, uh, 
when when the, the immigrants uh, first come to America, of course, their English is not so good. I hear, heard uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's English was uh, very poor when he first came to America, but uh, of course, he made uh, great progress. But uh, you know, because English is a, is a, a European language, uh, same as uh, Russian. Uh, even though it, it sounds very different, the, the way uh, uh, the, the Russians express ideas is uh, very similar to uh, English speakers, and even the, the order of the sentence and even their the words and expressions very very similar. So it's 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 basically easy for any European person to. Uh, learn to speak any other European language, including English, with the notable exception of Finnish, Estonian, Basque, Hungarian, and Turkish. I, I hear these are uh, not uh, common European languages. In other words, uh, they're not linked to the uh, uh, Euro, uh, European Indo uh, language group. Huh. Which is uh, they're they're uh, an Asiatic language. I know uh, Finnish, Estonian. They, they can somewhat understand each other, and uh, Hungarian is supposed to be a part of that. But the Hungarians and and the uh, Finns cannot uh, mutually understand each other, mm. even though there's some type of link. Because you know, uh, you, you, you know what. Uh, uh, Hungarian, Hungarian is filled with Huns. These are the Huns. That's why they named. That's why they named it Hungaria. And and uh, Budapest was actually two two different towns, Buda and Pest, and they're on the opposite side of uh, uh, the river. I think it's the uh, 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 Danube River. Right. Hey, yeah. Walt's, Walt's on so, with us. So, hey, Walt, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Good, oh, good, good evening. Good evening. Our, oh, our, hi, Walt. Hi. hi. Good, good. Yeah. Good hearing I'm, from you. <laughs> Walt, well, it, it's good to it's good to hear your voice too, my friend. It, yeah. It's it's twelve noon here. Yeah, yeah. You I was, could, you, I was, could, you could. Yeah, you, yeah you, you could tell me good afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good afternoon, because the, the sun's when the sun passes over here, it's headed for Japan. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so it's it's, it's twelve thirty right. right now, is it? So you're you're fourteen fourteen and a half hours ahead of us. Is that what it is? Uh, right, right. I'm I'm yeah, right. I'm 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 living in your future. Yeah. That's right. It, it's it's Monday there. <laughs> Yes, it's Monday over there for sure. Uh, Monday, <laughs> that, that's right. It's it's Monday, right? I, I'm living in, in your future. Once, w- once I I told my uh, Facebook friend that she lives in Florida, and I uh, it, it was her her birthday, and so I I sent her birthday greetings, and then I I told her, I I I I got to your birthday. What fourteen fifteen hours before you did, 
and she, she said, it, it took me a while to figure out what you were talking about. <laughs> I, I thought that was cute. Yes, I, 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 read, I read briefly I, uh, your last uh, hitchhike. You, you hitchhiked 300 miles. Uh, Isn't that amazing? That's just so amazing. I mean, well, if, you, if, you're, if you're a young buck at 20, I'd still be impressed with that. But you're no young buck, and you're doing that. <laughs> I'm very impressed. <laughs> well, well it's, it's, it's an adventure. Oh, well, it is. It is an adventure. I'm looking for a, 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 a even more adventures this year. I don't know if I'm going to be able to uh, break my uh, record last year. Last year was an incredible year for hitchhiking. It was, what, uh, 17,000 miles last year. It was, uh, since, since I've been uh, keeping records from a year, uh, 2005, I've been uh, keeping records. Every time I go out, I'm, uh, I'm taking with me um, notes, the number of cars, the people I, I met, male or, or female, uh, children in, in, in the car, what, what kind of person, a company president, how, how far they how far they took me. And uh, so and every time I, I come back, I, I, I add it all up, put it in my Excel file. And, uh, you know, the Excel is like a spreadsheet. So it, right. it'll, it'll add up these distances and uh, uh, numbers of cars. So since uh, 2005, August, I've, I've rode in over uh, 3,300 uh, cars. Uh, so, some were trucks, but not many. Well, uh, relatively only about uh, five or six percent were big trucks and, and the rest regular cars. And sometimes but do do they have semis like like in the United States or are are are, are there trucks as big as ours? I I don't think they're quite that big. I I, I hear that the trucks yeah. in America are really really big. I mean they they have big trucks but maybe not quite as big as in the USA. You know one thing that the roads in Japan are not quite as wide. And so this this is one reason why uh, when I first came to Japan, I, I did have a, a driver's license and I was able to uh, exchange it to a Japanese driver's license. But uh, at, at the time, because of my, my work, I, I didn't have uh, opportunity to travel and, and no real reason to uh, drive. And, and so uh, I, I let the license expire. Because the pe- people that uh, have a driver's license in, in Japan but don't drive, the, the Japanese call them paper drivers. And, uh, and, and the paper driver in, in Japan, there's a bad, bad stigma associated with it. I, I heard because uh, when they, they finally do decide to drive after a, a few years, even though they have a license, because they're so out of practice, they often uh, cause accidents. And mm-hmm. so I, I didn't want that. I did not want that to happen to, to me. And so I, I figured there's, there's no real reason for, for me to uh, 
drives, and so I, I let the license expire. In, in, in some ways, uh, it, it, well, looking back, I you know if if I if I had a driver's license now, it, it would it would be uh, good in, in some ways because uh, I'd be able to uh, take my wife out shopping. We'd be able to uh, travel a, a little bit more. See, I, it, it, it's hard to, to go back and, and get that license again for, for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's expensive. Like, uh, it, it would cost something like over uh, $3,000 because uh, I, I would have to go to driver's school. Unless people uh, take take the a driver's school route, uh, you know they they could bypass driver's school and and just go out to to have their a driver's test, but they're going to fail, and and they have to keep on going back and back and back and back and back and back, you know, because uh, uh, apparently these these testers. Uh, are, are, are prejudiced against people who, who don't go to driver school, and, and driver school is relatively expensive. It, it, it would cost me three thousand dollars just to to go to a driver school. And the and the uh, a second reason is uh, my eyesight is poor, even with with, with glasses. It, it seems every year I've been uh, getting a stronger and stronger pair of of, of glasses. You know, and I, I just don't want to be responsible for the destruction of lives as as a as a Christian and a missionary in, in Japan. I'm I, I want to save lives and uh, and give them the gospel. And one of my my friends, I, I would say he he was a he was a good driver, but. A, a, a lady made made a, a mistake, and uh, she 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 appeared out of nowhere, and he he hit her her, her broadside, ultimately resulting in in her demise, her her, her death. You know, this is it's really sad. You know, uh, to 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 be behind the wheel uh, is uh, quite a responsibility. I, I feel sorry for uh, uh, some of these uh, drivers. Uh, you know, uh, there, there was a, a Japanese man. Uh, he was uh, driving a bus, and he was going uh, a little bit too fast down on uh, uh, a long uh, slope of, of of an expressway, and that expressway had had a, had a curve. You know, the, the curves are very gentle curves, but he was going a little bit too fast. And the and, and the bus overturned, uh, resulting in the uh, death and, and injury of his uh, some of his passengers. And he himself survived, but he was uh, so distraught, he, he he went down and he hung himself. He he just could not face what what he did. It's it just. So sad when uh, tragedies like like that happen due to a human error. Yes. Anyway, uh, and and so so not, not being a driver, uh, 
saves me from uh, from that ever happening to me. I noticed. Which, I noticed when I, I when I was read your last um, hitchhiking adventure there, I noticed you said um, yes. that that you know, when they find out that you can speak Japanese, they're more more at ease. Uh, in, other, in other words, do, do, do you make your signs where you're headed in, Jap- in Japanese? Oh yes, of course. Yeah. Yes. No, I first I I would not I would not understand why any foreigner would uh, write their their sign. I mean, it, it is possible to, to write Japanese in uh, Roman letters, you know, in 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 the English alphabet. It's possible, and and the Japanese could could read it. They, they could read it, but why? Why do it that way when it's uh, just easier and, and better for, for them to uh, write it in Japanese? I mean, I I can write them out by hand if if I wanted to, and sometimes I I, I do. It's, for for example, uh, say there's there's a, a, a place I I want to go. See, I I always carry a collection of uh, signs with me. They're uh, they're printed out on A4 sheets of paper. Well, this this is the the paper size uh, we have in Japan. I, I don't know if if they have the same size in America called A4. Anyway, it's something that you could hold in your hand, and I I I hold them in a a plastic folder, so it's it's a, a transparent folder, so people can read the, the signs. Usually, they're printed out by a printer on on a computer. I can I can type up my my own signs and print them out so it's it's nice and easy to read I have another but, question. but there there are times okay but but i i'm not i'm not finished with this but there there are times when i i need to go to go to a, a place and i don't have that particular sign and so i always carry with me a marking marking pen and blank pieces of paper and i'll i'll, I'll write out that that sign in a japanese well you know the the japanese language actually uses uh Chinese characters, uh, characters they, they borrowed from uh, China. We call them kanji. Kanji means uh, Chinese character. Kan means China. Ji is character, Chinese character. And so I, I write them out. And they're, they're not as pretty as a Japanese would write them out, but they're legible. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's your question. Well, um, when you, uh, you know, you've been picked up literally by thousands of people in, in hitchhiking. In other right. words, when, when they pick you up and they realize that you can speak fluent Japanese and you, st- you stand out like a sore thumb because you're, you're, I, I'm, I'm looking by your pictures, uh, you're over six foot, right? Um, yeah, I'm about six foot one inch, right. That's yeah, right. Yes, I'm, I'm taller than the average Japanese. So in other words, you you, you know you you tower over uh, the average Japanese, and the, and the fact what I'm trying to say is in other right. words in other words you must you must it it it, it must be uh, um, you get a lot of questions. In other words, when you can speak fluent Japanese and somebody picks you up, I mean, I mean you you know uh, they they must find it very interesting themselves. Oh yes, absolutely. We, uh, you know, everyone is 
different, of course. Uh, some, some will have uh, loads of questions, uh, questions about America and, uh, and, and different things. Some are interested in, in English. Some, some are interested in my experiences. Uh, some are interested in uh, what other people I, I meet. I, I, I carry with me my tablet PC, which is a very, you know, it's small, only uh, 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 seven inches, and it, it has a camera in it. So I'm able to take their photos, and I can show them uh, photos of, of other people who picked me up hitchhiking, yeah. too, and they're, they're very interested in that. Yeah, well, it, uh, and, and of, go ahead. And, and of course, the, the main thing that I, I want to, to share with them is, is the gospel. But I have to take them where they're at because, as I, I shared before in one of my previous shows, that uh, I, I would say um, most, most Japanese, uh, unless they're Buddhist, and there, there's not really a high percentage of uh, practice in Buddhists in, in Japan. I, I, I would not. I would say that the percentage is maybe only 10, 10 or twenty percent. I can't give you an, an exact figure. No, uh, the, the Japanese are apathetic toward religion in general, and so if I I, I, I tried to present the, the gospel from a historical point of view, and I tell them this is a true history, and, and the Japanese are very much interested, very interested in, in, in history. So I, I start uh, with the book of Genesis, uh, chapter 1. Verse 1, in the beginning God created the heavens and, and the earth, and I explained that to, to them and talked about six-day creation. You, you know, we and, think uh, that. Granted, you know, I think uh, I, I'm not not that I've been a, a Bible scholar all my life, but we we take it for granted as as Christians. In other words, uh, in other words, because I literally believe the first chapter of Genesis. In other words, you know uh, how how God did it. I don't know the mysteries the mysteries of God. But in other words, uh, you know, from the first day to the sixth day. I mean, in other words, uh, it's late. It's laid out. In other words, and now, and now, now you understand. Now you have a a, a running uh, idea of, of the world. But 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 I can see why there's so much confrontation when somebody's an atheist, because because they don't have any they don't have anything to to to, to, to they have no foundation. In other, in, other, in other words, it's like this. It's like this. It's like when a hummingbird comes by. I mean, that little hummingbird is amazing, you know. And how God, how God, uh, uh, you know, created that hummingbird, I don't know. But by just looking at the hummingbird, you you, you know, you see all kinds of designs. You know, you see the the, the fine. Absolutely. Design. You see, I mean, it's just it's amazing, and and so so. Uh, so I can see how subtle Satan's been, especially the last 50, 60 years in pushing this evolution. See, I mean, uh, I mean, you know, and because and and, that's what I was going to ask you. And in other words, I was going to ask you this, like the Japanese that don't have a Bible, I mean, 
how do how would a Japanese approach uh, uh, you and explain the start of life? They they have no idea. They uh, most this is not even a, a topic of conversation in, in in everyday Japanese life. Uh, they they have no idea how life uh, began. I start the, the the conversation. I ask them what they think how life began, and they can't answer me. They they have no idea. So I I, I tell them well according to the Bible. This is how it happened. Uh, God, God created the, the world in, uh, in in six days, and it, it was it was not through the so-called uh, Big Bang. I have uh, have a really 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 good friend. He's a university professor in Australia, PhD. He's a Christian scientist. And he has really uh, good articles on his uh, website uh, that uh, exposes uh, Big Bang as false science. And this this entire idea of Big Bang, uh, guess who it came from? Our favorite enemies, the Jesuits. It was a Jesuit priest yes, who yes. got that idea of Big Bang. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, I, I forget. Yeah, you. it was a gesture. Yeah, yeah I, I I've got that somewhere on my on my website or somewhere I put it on Facebook yeah, or something. Yeah, I, 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 I can't remember the name, but uh, you're so right. It was a Jesuit. In, in other words, the the rebirth of the New Age movement uh, was comes from a Jesuit, also. You know. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Let, let me see if if I can find that website. Uh, this is a, a website that I would I recommend. Uh, it's uh, johnhartnet.org. So uh, John Hart, J O H N H A R T N E T T dot org. You have a you have a link to it on your link page, don't you? Oh, I I, I think I must. Because I, I, well, I've been there, I, I've been there. But I, after well, you started, after you started talking about it again, I, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to go back and visit again. You know, because I've been okay. there one time. I was, you know, uh, I, I think we, were, I don't forget how we were having a visit or something. I mean, we were talking, or you know, but uh, uh, you, you know, because I still find, I still find it fascinating in in other words and this last person you went to to see was was also an american right that's that, that's living in japan oh yeah 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 yeah. his name is uh roger for from uh from arkansas it's, it's so, how so nice for, for me to how long is he oh, oh, also long oh also a, a long time like like me at least uh 35, 36 years. He, he's also a fluent Japanese speaker. Really, a, really a great well, guy. Well, tell me, tell me now. How how did he? Did he have similar? In other words, how did he get to Japan? I mean, and, well, he 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 he, he also uh, well he he joined this uh, missionary movement that uh, 
Well, this this was back in the uh, 1970s. There was a missionary movement called the uh, Children of God. You, you probably never never heard about it, but it started in California, 1969, and then uh, went went around the world. The, the interesting thing was uh, that a, a pastor, David Berg, he he was uh, pretty much. Uh, uh, he he saw the the corruption of uh, American Protestant churches, and he he felt that uh, uh, there were many many uh, false teachings in, in church, and so he he recommended that we stop going to these uh, what he called uh, temples of abomination altogether. Stop stop going. He. He founded a missionary society, and uh, this is uh, why, after I got out of, after I was discharged from from the Air Force, I I got, uh, after four years of uh, service in in the the United States Air Force, I was discharged honorably, and because I was already in, in Japan and I, I, I met the, the movement in, in Japan. So they, they offered me a place of uh, service as a evangelist or a, a missionary a witnesser for Christ to, to the Japanese in Japan. And, and this is how, how Roger came. And, and Roger married a, a Japanese and he had uh, 10 children. So uh, it, it's, it's very interesting because uh, uh, Roger comes from a rather affluent background. Uh, he was uh, raised on, on a ranch uh, so big that uh, you you could not see one end to to the other. And his mother was a state uh, uh, legislator in the uh, state uh, Arkansas Congress in Arkansas. Oh, that, that's correct. Oh, right. Uh, uh, Fouché, it's a French French name in Arkansas. I I, I believe it's French, Fouché. Anyway, I I don't. uh, There's only uh, two other people were uh, in my town where I I live locally. No, no, now that I think of it, there are three other people who are uh, Americans, and so it's not often I like to meet. Americans, you know, I, I have uh, British friends and, and Australian friends, and they're, they're they're really good people too. But you know, people from the same country, there's something special. I think we we can understand each each other in, in a deeper way. That that's why I enjoy talking with you and and Michael and, and your friends. Well, well, like when you went down when you went down to see this fellow's name, what was his name again? The, the, and what is it? What's his uh, fellow, Roger, Mark Rogers. Roger. When you went down to Roger, Roger too. Roger. Yeah. In other words, you, 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 I mean, I imagine what what language did you talk? Did you converse in? English, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah of course, yeah. we're talking. Yeah. yeah but but, English, but, but, yeah, but you can speak just as fluent Japanese as you can you can English now. Right. Well, you know, it, it's still. I, I I would say it, it's still easier for me to uh, 
speak in, in English. I, I could talk to him in Japanese if I wanted to. I mean, uh, there there are times like when when I was in in Russia, and uh, there, there was one other uh, brother that I he 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 also came from Japan. He's a, a fluent Japanese speaker, and so. When when I wanted to to tell him something and I didn't want the other Russians to to know I was saying I would speak to the Japanese and of course uh, of course they, they couldn't understand I mean if I wanted to hide from from others what what I'm saying of course I could speak I mean I can't do that in, in Japan I mean. Uh, I, I I I could speak it in Japanese to him. I mean, we could have a conversation in Japanese, but it's not going to be nearly as much fun as speaking in English. But this hitchhiking and, and talking to to the many people that you meet hitchhiking must help your help your uh, speaking Japanese. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I mean, uh, just to to be out and uh, and meet people and talk. I I would say I I I definitely uh, made uh, I I became yet more fluent the, the past uh, fifty years I've been in Japan co- compared to the twenty years previous to that time. I was in Japan twenty years and then I went to Russia and then I, I came back. And uh, just to, to to be out, but when I'm home, uh, it, it's more like an English environment. Uh, though my my wife is is Japanese, uh, we speak to each other in, in English. Oh, you do. I'm, she she does. Uh, yeah, yeah. We 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 speak in English. She's a. There, there's a, a couple reasons. Number one, uh, she's a good English speaker, and uh, see, she's interested to uh, make a progress in the English language, which, you know, it's not easy for the Japanese to, to learn English because, you know, the one of the tricky things about the English language is uh, getting the, the articles right, the uh and the da and when to, to, to use them. And this is... Uh, hard for uh, speakers of languages where they don't have articles. The Japanese has no articles. Uh, Slavic languages have no articles. That, that includes uh, Russian and Polish. And uh, Finnish and Estonian have no articles. Uh, Korean has no articles. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the articles, I, I think, uh, are, are important. They, they make... Uh, Certain that the meaning of, uh, 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 the meanings of nouns are a little bit clearer, like a antichrist compared to the antichrist, you know, things like that. So we we speak to each other in English. There, if if I offend her, and if, if she gets angry at me, you could bet she's going to be talking in Japanese <laughs> because. It's a very interesting thing when, when when people get really emotional and upset. They often revert to uh, their their mother language, and yeah. she'll she'll talk to me in, in in Japanese if 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 she's uh, upset. But uh, yeah. it, uh, normally, uh, uh, normally she she won't. And there, you know, in in just uh, regular conversation, sometimes 
she she will uh, mix uh, Japanese words sometimes in, in English. She she said that she she did that with her uh, well uh, to but you know she she was in, in in Los Angeles right I mean she she's still there now and uh, when 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 she she talks to uh, her, her daughters, uh, she, she'll talk to them in, in Japanese, but to a, a daughter's uh, husband, who, who's never been to, to Japan, uh, sometimes uh, she, she might uh, make a mistake and include uh, some Japanese words in the conversation. And, uh, and of course, uh, she, uh, she, she'll, she doesn't understand and she'll feel embarrassed. When, when I was in Russia, I, I I did that too. I I I looked at the Russians as uh, uh, you know non-English speakers, but uh, sometimes, especially when I first went there, I I tended to uh, when I'm trying to uh, speak to, to them in in Russian or even English, I I would uh, include some Japanese words. <laughs> And they they would laugh at me. They said, "Oh, he's speaking Japanese again." It was just force of habit. Yeah. In, anyway, it's 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 fun. Uh, you know, the, the thing about learning a foreign language is that you 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 get to uh, really understand the, the the culture of that uh, country, and uh, and why they they think about things and. Uh, so it it makes me uh, understand the, the the Japanese, and uh, I I think I mentioned before that uh, you know that the, the Japanese are, are very polite. They uh, they they don't want to offend people, especially uh, with their words. And so Japanese language can be an uh, ambiguous language. It's ambiguous. Uh, it, 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 so, it sounds good, but uh, well, just just, just to, to say that uh, Japanese politicians uh, do very well because uh, they they could make promises and say say all all kind of things and. Uh, they don't necessarily have to keep them because mm-hmm. it's it's a fuzzy language. In other words, uh, you're 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 not sure exactly sometimes if the guy is uh, sincere or not. Mm-hmm. Any more questions? Yeah, well, I was going to ask you too on. In other words, uh, if you were, of course, if you were to. What about crime in Japan compared to, let's say, like you were raised in Chicago uh, in the United States. In other words, right. when, you to, when you go to some of these bigger towns, uh, what is there, and another question I had to throw in on this is, uh, what about uh, homeless? Is there, is there homeless people in these big cities? Yes, there are homeless people, but... Uh, you don't see them uh, as as much. Uh, well, there, there was one time 
in the in the in the city where I live, this is the the largest city on the Sea of Japan. It it has nearly one one million people, and the train station at, at one time, well, it was a it was a brand new train station, and there were cardboard boxes of homeless people uh, sleeping inside the, the, the hall of the a train station. It was like that way for, for months. All, all these homeless people in their cardboard boxes, they, they have their, their, their beds, not, not like uh, Western beds. The, the Japanese people sleep on these uh, mattresses on the floor. They're called Ftom, Ftom. And uh, they're actually a very convenient, uh, especially if if you uh, if, if their house is, is is not big, because uh, you know with with a regular Western style bed, uh, every morning you have to make make your bed, whereas the the, the Japanese can just uh, fold up uh, their their bedding and put it in in the closet, and so it's it's. It's completely out of sight in, in, in the room, and so in, in some ways it's, it's easier to uh, deal with such a bedding situation than than it is a standard bed. So yes, there there are homeless, but there you, you don't see them. Uh, uh, I mean, there, there's only certain certain places that that you would see them. I haven't seen a, a homeless person for for quite some time. And there, there are no homeless people in my area at all. I mean, where this particular neighborhood, there are no homeless people at all. I, yeah. I would be surprised if to, right? As a, as Whereas a, in, I, I saw, I saw plenty in Los Angeles. I, I saw lots of homeless people in Los Angeles. Yeah. I, I, I even saw a sign. I even saw a sign. It, it says uh, there are fifty thousand Jews. In 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 LA, living in poverty. So I, I was I was quite surprised uh, to to hear that, because uh, normally when you you think of the uh, Jewish families in in the USA, I would uh, associate the average uh, Jewish family as like doctors and lawyers and people of uh, affluence, people of, of means, but. Uh, what is the what is the, the the economy like right now? Is your unemployment? I mean, what, what, uh, what how, how is it? In Japan? Well, I would yeah, things things are are, are definitely uh, uh, down. I mean, the the, the peak e- economy was like in, in the in the mid eighties in, in, in Japan. People had had lots of money then, and you can tell by what they were throwing away. It was amazing. People, you, you could actually live on on uh, trash things things that that you would uh, find find thrown thrown away. Uh, foreigners would uh, furnish their, their their houses or their apartments with all this free furniture that. That, uh, that they could find thrown away, because the, the, the interesting thing is that the Japanese furniture, that, that the quality is not uh, nearly as, as high as uh, uh, American furniture. 
you know, when, when I, I, I don't know how, how furniture in, in America is now, but, but when I was a kid, everything was a, a solid wood and made of hardwood and these uh, chests of uh, uh, cedar. I mean, this is, uh, th- this type of wood is expensive in Japan and, and you can buy it. You can buy a uh, solid hardwood furniture in Japan, but it's very, very expensive. They have all these cheap uh, uh, things that they, they used in place, uh, like they're they're hollow. The, the wood is hollow. In, in other words, it's it's like really light. It's it's easy to to, to break. They have these uh, really uh, cheap shelves that you could buy for only ten dollars. They're called uh, color boxes. These things will, will only last for uh, maybe a few, few years. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they and they get all cracked. But anyway, back back in the eighties, people were throwing away television sets and cameras. I I found a a camera thrown in in the in the trash. That, that camera was still being sold in in the, in the stores for for something like uh, three hundred dollars or, or more. And it was a perfectly good camera, working camera. I found computers even now. Uh, there's a local company. They they give me all their uh, computers, laptop computers. I, I got a bunch of free laptops. They're they're older, but still still workable. So sometimes they, they don't work. <laughs> the, the other day I, I got a laptop and uh, it won't turn on. But I, I I can't give it back. See, they're the the, the company is is happy to, to give me their old their old junk because. Uh, it costs money to uh, deal with trash in Japan. They, they, they pay for it. And so I'm, I'm actually uh, doing them a, a favor by by, by taking uh, anything that, uh, that they have to offer me, these these computers and monitors. And sometimes I'll pick up, a, I'll find something and it turns out it doesn't work. Another thing I- but then I'm stuck with it. Another thing I'd like to ask you about is, uh, you know, I was raised in Washington, and we up in western Washington, but between Seattle and Tacoma, there, it's called the 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 Puyallup, oh, the, the Puyallup Valley and the Kent Valley. It goes all the way. And anyway, uh, uh, we we you know um, uh, the Japanese, you know, uh, are excellent. Some of the best farmers in the world. And I was just going to. I I know. Yes. Yes. I mean they. I mean, I, like I said, I used to go down and there was a a farm, a Japanese farm, and they raised carrots. And uh, and uh, in other words, uh, and I used to get a hundred pound sack for a for a dollar, for a dollar a sack. Wow. I used to take my pickup, and of course I'd take a, I'd get two three sacks, and and I used to drink lots of carrot juice. I, I drank lots of carrot juice, but. But uh, uh, oh, and then they, and then there was Japanese just, uh, uh, farmers uh, um, down at down at Pikes Peak Market in Seattle. There was uh, quite a few because we my my wife used to go down and sell honey. But you know, uh, oh. you know one one thing one thing uh, about what what's happened in like in Japan uh, because of World War Two. They really had their culture had had to really change. And um, uh, in other words, yes, uh, it, it because, that, 
because in other words, uh, the, the little experience that I have with Japanese people, I mean, they are very polite. And, uh, I, you know, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, there's like in any, in any race, but I mean, um, uh, and, and as Americans sometimes, and after doing some research, you know, the Americans, we talk about all these FEMA camps that they're building, and they, they have them. It's, it's not a lie. I mean, there there's FEMA camps. But, you know, the atrocity, yes. the atrocities that happened during World War II when they rounded up all the, the, the Amer I say this, American Japanese, I mean, I mean, they, it was devastating to the, to the Japanese people here in this country, you know, and, um, um, uh, and, and this was all done, you know, and, and Americans act like, you know, they, they read about the concentration camps in, in Germany and da-da-da-da-da. Well, we had concentration camps here just like the, you know, you know. It, it, I it, know, I it, know. It, 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 was, it was really, and, and they had no right. They had no right to suspend. I mean, to, to, I mean, I mean it, you know, people have forgot that. And see, see I would have a hard time. Uh, I have a lot of, uh, though, though I have never been to Japan, but when I, the little that I know about Japan, I have a lot of feeling for the Japanese. I mean, when I realize what happened to the Japanese yes. in World War II, it just hurts me. I mean, it, it's painful. Because I mean, uh, the average American d does not realize what happened to Japan. You know, and the average American doesn't. Have, you yes. know, but, the, but, the, but the point of it is how resilient, how Japan, how how Japan came back so fast. I mean, it tells you a little bit about the yes. the people. You know. You know. Yes. You know, they're they're very very hardworking people. That's that. You know, I, that's one of the greatest thing to about the, the Japanese, their work ethnic. They're, they're, they're hard workers. Sometimes they, they, they overwork. In fact, uh, there's a, even a, a Japanese word for uh, death by overworking. And, uh, and, and some of them, they, they won't even get paid overtime. And they're, they're, they're working on their, their own time. You know, uh, a, a Japanese boss can be brutal sometimes uh, uh dictatorial and uh, it, it it depends on the person i i have friends who are company presidents and uh well of the three three main friends i have who are company presidents uh two are, are good i would say two are very good to their employees and and one is not mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, it's uh, people, you know. He he's just not uh, a nice guy. Uh -huh. I, I don't know, but I'm 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 not I'm not so so close to this guy now. Hmm. But right, but but you know, one thing that also also Japan had well, uh, Douglas MacArthur. Well, the the, the Japanese people fell in love with him. After 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 the war, he was so good to the Japanese. So when when he left headquarters in, in Tokyo, I, I think this was uh, 1955. They were actually weeping 
they were weeping when, when, when he left because he was like a father to them. And uh, he, he, he was very strict. See, the, the, the Japanese uh, people, they, they, in, in the beginning, they, they feared the occupation force. They, they knew that America would, would occupy them. But General MacArthur said that uh, uh, Japanese uh, were, were going to be treated uh, fairly like, like humans. Any soldier convicted of uh, uh, unlawful actions toward a Japanese citizen would be prosecuted. Also, the, the, the Japanese, uh, well, they, they feared uh, rape, that uh, American soldiers would be raping their women. Thankfully, that, that, that did not happen, at, at least on a, on a large scale. There, there's some uh, recent cases in, in Okinawa where uh, some of the, uh, the, the American military have been uh, accused of uh, raping Japanese women. Yeah, but uh, these 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 Americans are all Marine Corps. Marine. I think that you know the Marine Corps. Well, they there there's there's something special about the Marine Corps. I think it's it's mainly a masculine pride. You know, what, why why would people go to to, to the Marine Corps? I, I was uh, enthralled with 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 the Marine Corps one time. I I. I I actually went to the Marine Corps recruiter and, and I was going to enlist in, in the Marine Corps because I, I, I wanted to learn to become uh, more physical, more like a fighter, more, more manly. I was a kid everyone picked on in school. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, thankfully, my friends talked me out of it. They said, don't go to the Marine Corps. They're, they're going to kill you. biggest brainwashing. So, uh, uh, that's that's probably the biggest brainwashing outfit in the in 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 the, in the world. I'm I'm serious. I mean I mean in other words, they when those young men go to go to boot camp, they're 18, 19 years old. And, and in other words, they they they. I mean it it is. Matt, I can't tell you, but I can't. I'm not even going to go there. But uh, uh, their training, um, the Jesuits are involved in that. Uh, in the in the training of the Marines, you know, uh, because they are brave. Oh, just wait. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and because ah. the Marines, because in other words, they, 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 see, it's a false, it, this manlyhood, this this toughness, you know, um, this this is drummed into it, and they and they believe it. See, you get a, you get a group of you get a group of yeah. people, and you know, and and there's a you know uh, this. What's the word I want to use? Com- camaraderie. I mean, in other words, uh, you know. Uh, yes, yes. I mean, I felt it when I went through basic training in the in the United States in the Army. But the Army, w- w- it was nothing like the, the Marines. I mean, the M- Marines. It's it's just. I mean, they they you know they treat you like an animal. And in other words, and right. the, and the people in the in the and to go through it, they it, 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 it's not to break. See, they try to break you down. They break you down, and then, then they then they build you back up. They try to build you back up. You see, but in other words, it's it's a. Right. In other words, the the Marine Corps, you know, is a killing machine. 
It's it's a they they, right. they, breed, they breed a killing mentality in into these men. I mean, it's right. it's it's it, 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 you know, uh, uh, you know, I, I you know, like I like I went through the army, and I, you know, we, we I, you know, it was only two months basic training, but um, it was no. nothing. It was nothing. We went bit we biv. I, I think we went bivouac for one week. We stayed out in the field, but it from from oh. then on, every we were we were uh, in our barracks, but. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, uh, you mentioned Marines. I didn't want to go off on the Marines, but uh, uh, but getting back to Japan, <laughs> I because well, I, because the next thing I wanted to kind of ask you is uh, the two towns, Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Have you have you been through them cities? I I I have been to Hiroshima. Several times, uh, I, I've been to Peace Park, and I, I, I saw this uh, building where you see the uh, top of the building is like just a skeleton, like this uh, dome, a skeleton. Yes, and, I've seen pictures. Uh, yeah, uh, right, and the uh, nuclear bomb, they, they say it, it exploded right above it. Well, th- this is a contrary to what uh, Eric John Phelps has to say, he, yeah, he yeah. says that the, the bomb that it, it exploded was a, a magnesium bomb, that the, the, the real nuclear weapon was on the, on the ground. They said it where he just had information from. Well, yeah, you know, this this is very interesting. I don't know where he gets this information from. If if I if I could uh, find that out, you know, well, I, I think. Well, you know, I, I have I have thrown one one well, thing that we can. Um, I, I, I remember Michael one day saying this to me. Uh, I think it was Michael. But after you understand all the lies that have been taught us uh, from 9-11 to uh, the assassination of President Kennedy to the moon, the moon shot, I mean, I mean, just continuous lying. So when it comes to this atomic bomb, I don't have any documentation and I, 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 don't, I don't adhere to everything that Eric John Phelps says, but listen, Eric John Phelps has some inside information. Listen, the, the pictures he got and everything, he has worked with Jesuits, okay? And... Uh, um, he got us from, from, from Jesuits, right? Yes, yes. In other words... In other words Listen, if you if you read anything about Eric John Phelps, like Eric John Phelps went to this prophecy uh, conference and he dressed up and he actually what 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 is the the Kozak or what what I don't forget what they call their their uh, their uh, black robe, but he actually borrowed that from an from a Jesuit and he went he went to this uh, a prophecy conference and he give his presentation dressed up as a Jesuit. Now, wow. So, so, so why would you do that? Well, you and I would never do that. I mean, they, you know, in other words, right. but they, they do it because it's, it's entertaining and it, it draws attention. See, people want to be entertained. Uh-huh. That's like, like, like right now, uh, I guess the, you know, the, the, the Super Bowl is probably just ending, but, uh, 
People want to be entertained. That's why the Super Bowl is so big. They build it and build it and build it. And, uh, you know, and so yes. that's, that, that's, that's part of it. But, you know, uh, um, uh, you know the, 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 thing, the thing of it is, since I've talked to you last, I, I did some research on Harry S. Truman. Of course, Harry S. Truman is, oh, okay. is, is the one that's given credit for dropping the bomb okay in the bomb but but listen but, listen uh, harry s truman harry, harry solomon truman it's, it's, yeah. it's, it stands for solomon i hear is i forget what is, is what the is, s is that correct no i i forget what i i don't i don't think it's solomon but i it could be it could be i'm not i'm not positive what the s stands for you know but uh uh but the thing the thing the thing of it is when when um when I did this research, and I was researching on Harry S. Truman, I realized the hand of the Jesuits. See, the Jesuits, the Jesuits are the ones that directed World War II. In other words, yes. that war went down exactly the way it was planned. Okay. Yes. I mean, Japanese, the Japanese, you know, like when they came in to Japan, uh, and listen, they got away with this. This is this is something. Since you're in Japan, I mean, it it, it would it, it just it just gives me chills. But they firebombed 67 cities in in Japan. I mean, they leveled them, and then and and yes. then when when they dropped the bomb. They dropped the bomb back in, in 45 when they dropped the bomb. They said that, that it was going to save 100,000 lives if they had to invade Japan. Uh-huh. Now, now uh, uh, and then by, the, by 1952, it had rose to 1 million. And then I want to say this too. Every single general, General LeMay, General McCarthy, MacArthur, uh, MacArthur, uh, Eisenhower, and uh, there's a couple other generals. All the major generals were against dropping the bomb. It, it, it didn't need to be done. It didn't say. You see, here, here you can see. You here you can see the Jesuits' hand in this, and it started yes. back in 1945 when the elected uh, President Roosevelt for the fourth term. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm telling you some history that people are, are, are not going to be, don't know anything about it. But Henry Wallace was, was Roosevelt's vice president. Henry Wallace was, mm. was in, in today's, you would call him a, he would, you'd call him a peacemaker. Okay. He, he was anyway, uh, see the, the, the powers to be, the powers to be, you know, you know, they had to get okay from the president to drop this bomb. So now, now, now this is this is back when Roosevelt, okay. So at the at the, when they elected Roosevelt for the fourth term, they they got rid of Henry Wallace and put in a Henry Harry S. Truman. And oh. Harry S. Truman was was a Pentagraft 
They call him the Pentagrass Senator. What do you mean by that? It was a man named Tom Pentagrass in Missouri that controlled all the politics. It was the mob, okay? And he was a devout Catholic. Uh-huh. Okay, well, that is nothing new for the mafia. You know, that's nothing new for the mafia. So, right, so, right. so the reason, I, reason I'm bringing this up, you see, is, is, is we were raised, I mean, here I am, a, I'm a baby boomer. I was, uh, you know, I was probably a year old when they dropped that bomb. But when you really understand, when you realize that every single general was against it, and the uh-huh. fact that they sold the American people, I mean, the American people today, we should still be ashamed of that. We should right. be ashamed. We should be a complete, that was a fraud. The dropping of the atomic bomb was a fraud. You know? Yes. In, in other words, and, and so that's why I have, I'm a little, you know, I'm a little sensitive, you know, because after, you know, I told you, I've, people that I've met from Japan, I mean, Japan, Japanese, you know, you see, it was the first war, too. It was the first war that they, they started carpet bombing civilians. I mean, I mean, well, hey, gentlemen. Yes. Uh, before we close this recording of the show, I would like to read one more article from James' uh, website, jamesjpn.net. That's all right? Sure. And, uh, sure. And I'm enjoying your, 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 your okay. discussion and uh, give you both a little bit of break. And uh, I will read this, and then we'll end the recording. We still stay on afterwards, though. But I appreciate uh, the contribution the show, gentlemen. Uh, this, this article is called Insights from the Roman Catholic Bishop of Chicago in 1850, How the, how the Catholic Church Took Over America. <clears throat> James Oliver Vandeveld, in April 3rd, 1795 to November 13th, 1855, was a U.S. Catholic bishop born in Belgium. He served as the second Roman Catholic bishop of Chicago between 1849 to 1853. He is a bishop who wrote the following letter to Charles Chinnicky in 1850. On the 15th of December of 1850, I received the following letter. Chicago, Illinois, December 1st, 1850. Reverend Father Chinnicky, Apostle of Temperance, of Chicago, excuse me, of Canada. Dear Sir, when I was in Canada last fall, I intended to confer with you on a very important subject, but you were then working on the Diocese of Boston, and my limited time prevented me from going so far to meet you. You are aware that the lands of the state of Illinois and the whole valley of the Mississippi are among the richest and most fertile of the world. In the future, those regions which are now a comparative wilderness will be a granary, not only to the United States, but of the whole world. Those who will possess them 
will not only possess the very heart and arteries of this young and already so great republic, but will become its rulers. It is our intention, without noise, to take possession of those vast and magnificent regions of the West in the name and for the benefit of our Holy Church. Our plan to obtain that object is as sure as easy. This is a very... Uh, every uh, James, can you... Uh, there's a lot of rustling going on. If you could calm it down a little bit. Oh, 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 oh. Is there, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, okay. Let me go. I'll go back to this right here. Thank you. So our plan to attain that object is as sure as easy. There is every year an increasing tide of immigration from the Roman Catholic regions of Europe and Canada towards the United States. Unfortunately, till now our immigrants have blindly scattered themselves among the Protestant populations, which too often observes them and destroys their faith. Why should we not direct their steps to the same spot? Why should we not, for instance, induce them to come and take possessions of these fertile states of Illinois, Missouri, Iowa, and Kansas, etc.? They can get those lands now at a, at a nominal price. If we succeed, as I hope we will, our Holy Church will soon count her children here by 10 or 20 millions, 10 or and 20 millions. And through their numbers, their wealth and unity, they will have such a weight in the balance of power that they will rule everything. The Protestants, always divided among themselves, will never form any strong party without the help of the united vote of our Catholic people. And that party alone, which will ask and get our help by yielding to our just demands, will rule the country. Then, in reality, though not in appearance, our Holy Church will rule the United States, as she is called by our Savior himself to rule the whole world. There is today a wave of immigrants from Canada towards the United States, which, if not stopped or, or well-directed, is threatening to throw the good French-Canadian people into the mire of Protestantism. Our countrymen, excuse me, your countrymen, when once mixed with the numerous sects which try to attract them, are soon shaken in their faith. Their children sent to Protestant schools will be unstable to defend themselves against the, the wily and united efforts made to pervert them. But put yourself at the head of the immigrants from Canada, France, and Belgium. Prevent them from settling any longer among the Protestants by inducing them to follow you to Illinois. And with them, you will soon see here 
a Roman Catholic people whose number, wealth, and influence will amaze the world. God Almighty has wonderfully blessed our laborers in Canada in that holy cause of temperance. I mean, but not, now, no, no, okay. You, 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 you know what he means by temperance? It means uh, no alcohol. Sure. He, 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 oh, okay, good. I just wanted to make sure you knew that. Okay, thank you. Okay. But now the work is done. The same great God presents to your Christian ambition a, a not less great and noble work for the rest of your life. Make use of your great influence over your countrymen to prevent them from scattering any longer among Protestants by inducing them to come here in Illinois. You will then lay the foundation of a Roman Catholic French people whose piety, unity, wealth, and number will soon renew and revive on this continent the past and fading glories of the Church of France. We have already at uh, Bourbonnais, I don't know how you pronounce it right, a fine colony of French Canadians. They long to see and hear you. Come and help me to make that comparatively small, though thriving people grow with the immigrants from the French-speaking countries of Europe and America. Till it covers the whole territory of Illinois with its sturdy son, sons and pious daughters, I will ask the Pope to make you my coadjutor, and you will soon become my successor. For I already feel too weak and unhealthy to bear alone the burden of my too long diocese, too large diocese. Excuse me. Please consider what I propose to you before God and answer me but be kind enough to consider this overture as strictly confidential between you and me till we have brought our plans into execution truly yours uh, Olive uh, Vandevelt Bishop of Chicago and what's happening in September the Pope, Pope Francis, is going to have a joint session of both the Senate and the Congress. Did you think they right. won? Do you think they succeeded? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> a- ab- absolutely. You know, the uh, Roman Catholic Church has taken over that uh, Midwest farmland. I, 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 I didn't know it until just a few few years ago that the St. Louis is a Roman Catholic town founded by by Roman Catholics. This is the, the, the heartland, the center of the Midwest farmland, St. Louis. The Vatican Missouri. of the that, That's right. And there, there's huge arches there that, that has some type of occultic meaning to it. And I, I, I hear that uh, they uh, they want to uh, create a, another huge huge arch uh, somewhere in the, on the east coast somewhere it's going to be dedicated to the uh, blessed virgin mary oh it all has to, to do with uh, mary mariology and uh by the way walt discovered he just somebody helped him discover the largest obelisk in america maybe walt can tell you about that before we end 
largest obelisk. It, it's it's not in Washington D.C. Apparently not. You still there? Really? Well, yes, yes. Uh, gosh, I I should get a web page up. I've been kind of dragging my heels. Um, yes, there's there's one. Uh, it's the biggest obelisk in the world is in Texas. <laughs> Texas. Really? Oh, everything is big in Texas. <laughs> that's right. That, that's that, that's the old, you know. That's everything is big in Texas. In, in uh, uh, I, oh, it just I I like to see a picture of it. You have a picture of it. Okay, just, okay uh, I'll, I'm going to look it up after this too. Okay. Hey, I, I, he's not exaggerating. Like it's it's uh, it's a very big you know, obelisk, and it's. Very occultic in its nature too, but uh, with that, we probably should end the the, uh, the at least the recording part of this because it's been about two hours. So well, okay. it was a real joy, gentlemen. Go ahead, go ahead. We gonna say, James? Just, just, just. I wanted to to add that this this text you're you're reading from. I I wanted to make sure you understand. It's from uh, Charles Chidiqui's book, uh, Fifty Years in the Church of Rome. Thank you. And. Uh, yeah, this this is this is a book. I, I believe uh, every uh, Protestant American sh- should read. I, I consider Charles Chidiqui like the, the Martin Luther of North America. I would definitely call him a Martin Luther of, of, of North America because, uh, like, like Martin Luther, he was a, a Roman Catholic priest, and they. His the, the the bishop of, of Chicago was so evil, so mean, so cruel that uh, he was persecuting uh, Charles Chidiqui. Of the, he, he he accused Chidiqui of of a of a crime that would have landed him in in prison. But uh, so he 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 was advised. Uh, Charles Chidiqui was advised to get the legal aid and young Abraham Lincoln came to his aid so and, and this is this is why I, I believe that Abraham Lincoln was in fact a, a good godly man a, a real Christian because Charles Chidiqui certainly vouches for him and Abraham Lincoln won his case and uh, he 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 refused to to take payment for for the for, for the case. He he accepted an extremely small fee of only fifty dollars. And so Charles Chidiqui was so so amazed and he was so emotional. He he started to, to weep. See, he he's still a, a priest at this time. And so Abraham Lincoln said, Father Chidiqui, why are you weeping? We we just you just won a glorious victory over your enemies and as he said I'm, I'm, I'm weeping for for your sake in in the in the courtroom there were eight to ten Jesuits who who came to see my doom you brought down the thunders of heaven upon their their heads and when the judge uh, pronounced me not guilty, I saw your death sentence in their eyes. Mm-hmm. In, in other words, yeah. uh, he, he, he knew that uh, Abraham Lincoln was going to be a target of the Jesuits. So when Abraham Lincoln was uh, murdered, 
uh, it was Charles Chidiki who was the first to point the finger at the Jesuits and the Vatican and the Roman Catholic Church, and this was a much-discussed topic on the streets. In the, in the 19th century, after it happened, people, many people, many Americans knew that it was the, the, the Roman Catholic Church killed Abraham Lincoln. They, they knew that. But 20th century, I certainly, I, I didn't hear a word of this when, when I was going to school. Of course, I, I was raised uh, in, in the Roman Catholic Church. Not a word, not a word of uh, Roman Catholic connection to the death of Abraham Lincoln. Yep. Not, not a word. Very good point, and it's interesting that this is the subject has been brought up now twice this past month in the show. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, yeah, it's very fascinating read, and it's uh, it's very insightful. And uh, if anybody doubts who's really running the show in this country at this point, uh, they really just haven't done their homework. That's all, and they refuse to accept what's right in front of their face. So I, I, I'd like to say, uh, you know, uh, what. What James just said about uh, um, Charles Trinicoy is the Martin Luther of the United States. I mean, really, I've never heard that said that way, but it, it is. It's anybody that's really interested in in the basics and in, in the root problem that we face in the world today is the 50 years in the Church of Rome by Charles Trinicoy is you, you, you will laugh, you will cry. And I mean, it's it's a it's a it's it's a it's a great read. It's a great read. You so you you, you so so Walt, you, you have that read you have read that book in its entirety. Yes, I did. I I've re- I've oh. read it twice. I, I, I read oh, that book. In, in other words, uh, I, I read that when I that was the only hint that I got towards. I, I didn't have enough back, historical uh, <clears throat> background on Rome to connect the dots very 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 far but in other words uh i read that when i was out on the truck in the, in the uh-huh. mid 1900s matter of fact i've spent a night in saint anne i mean i've been wow. to, i've been to the town i've walked the streets of saint anne and walked over to the street where um charles chinaquay uh he, he 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 walked out of the catholic church and he became a a, a, a protestant minister presbyterian, presbyterian. Right. presbyterian. And i've been in front right. of that church too you know you know Oh, that's, so. no, that's great. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I've ever been there. You know, it, it's relatively uh, close to Chicago. I, I think my, my my brother Michael, he lives in uh, Piatone, Illinois. Ever, ever hear of Piatone, Walt? You, you must have passed in Piatone in, in your, uh, when you were at Tricker. Yeah, yeah, I, it, it, it rings a bell. P-E-T-R-I-A, something like that? P P A E yeah 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 P P T something I I'm not sure exactly mm-hmm. Piaton yeah uh, mm-hmm. the, they, they were thinking about making a, an airport out there but the people they, they opposed it well you can get that uh, book you can yeah, you can read right. that book on the internet uh, uh, matter of fact yes I have yes I, you, I, you you have it on your website and I want to say something too. Uh, about your your website, uh, you know, people that are listening to this, um, uh, it, it's a mountain of uh, research and uh, 
uh, on early Protestant history. I mean, in other words, and 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 I, I I've been I I follow your your website every day. I'll, I'm always looking for a new post. You know, you know. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm honored, Walt. I yeah. I, 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 I like, I, I like your website too. Well, matter of fact, I haven't got a links page, and I in the back of my mind, I I, I need to build a, a links page. I need because there's some. That's you know I, there's some key sites out there that that we need to focus on and well gentlemen uh, I would like to end this show uh, so thank you once again for this for being part of it both of you uh, once again you got uh, James Audent from uh, JamesJPN.net that's the website that, that that Walt was talking about and then Walt has a great website too and that's called uh, Grand Design Expose. At GrandDesignExposed.com. So, uh, well, and, and to get to James's site, the best thing to do is just go to Google and put in James Japan, and he, it'll be the first hit. Right. So, with that, folks, uh, thank you, uh, those who are listening. God bless. And uh, you guys, gentlemen, stay on. I'm just going to end the show, the recording part. So, okay. And here we go. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.